0: The AI narrative continues to skyrocket, obviously, as NVIDIA starts to really show what they're made of in terms of their earnings. We'll break it all down for you and how this applies to maybe some crypto projects out there. You don't want to miss it. My name is Paul Barron. Welcome back into Tech path Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors, and that is iTrust Capital. If you guys are looking at going long term into a crypto IRA, this is one of the ways to do it. All you have to do is go visit their website. You can jump into Bitcoin there, Ethereum, many altcoins, as well as gold and silver. So just visit itrustcapital.com. You can open your account. You can get a funding reward of $100 if you use our link. So make sure and do that down below. And of course, get started on your crypto IRA. Now, of course, the news of the day has to start with Nvidia. And what we're gonna try to do in this episode is give you guys an understanding of how this connects to what's happening in crypto and more importantly, what could be happening as many of these projects start to paint out the AI narrative going forward, because there's a lot to really kind of unpack here. A couple of things I wanna do is do a recap video of the NVIDIA earnings and how mainstream media responded. Listen in. In the fourth quarter, data center revenue of 18.4 billion was a record and up 409% year on year. Compute revenue grew more than
1: 5x and networking revenue tripled from last year. We expect
0: our next generation products to be supply constrained as demand far exceeds supply. Let's begin though with NVIDIA surging on that blowout quarter. Sales more than tripled, driven by strong demand for AI chips.
1: Earnings that are up 769% for income year over year for the quarter. But 40% of their CPUs are being used for inference. And that is an incredible number. As I said, I was expected to be 5%. One of your prior guests called it hype. I call it market demand. This puts jet fuel in this tech bull market. Probably the most important earnings that we've seen from any company in the market for the last five years. Is there any rain on this parade that you can see? I mean, if you really want to nitpick, you know, this is AI. I'd rather they overspend than underspend and, they
0: are doing so. We're going to look to buy more. We're buying on any pullback that we can see. You know, if we get a little bit modest a pullback, three, five, six, 7% pullback, I don't think any investor should be afraid of that. I think they should be buying into that. Uh, Well, the stock has certainly replaced Tesla as the name that trades most a dollar volume per day. Less erratic. So we're still early on, but it could be 1998 versus 1996, in my opinion. Your price target is now
1: what on this stock? Uh, I think we're at 850. I mean, this could be a $3,000 stock in a couple of years. It's hard to keep up with numbers when they're moving this, uh, th- this fast. It, it, it's going to be $3 trillion eventually. I've never seen anything like this in, in my career. I think the high price target is like 1200 and the low is around 400 How can the sell-side analyst community have an $800 gap in their expected price targets when they're all looking at the same data and probably all went to the same business school? Yeah, it's a bubble, but I would argue that anything major that you've made a ton of money from in tech over the last 20, 25 years started as a bubble.
0: All right, so a couple of things there, you know, I think first of all there's a lot of analysts that missed Nvidia, one that were still skeptical of what AI would be. And remember, this is still early going and and the other thing that factors into Nvidia is when you look at all of the growth sectors out there, whether it's blockchain, you look at what's happening with OpenAI, Google, Microsoft. Every major company has already started their AI initiatives. The one door that they all have to go through is NVIDIA, and/or other some other chip makers out there, but primarily NVIDIA is the is the big one to watch. Another interesting point is during the same earnings call, the CEO mentioned the word tokens. What does that mean? Listen in.
1: And you've heard me describe it as AI factories. But basically, it takes raw material, which is data, it transforms it with these AI supercomputers that NVIDIA builds, and it turns them into incredibly valuable tokens. All of these tokens are generated in a very specialized type of data center. And these AI generation factories are going to be in every industry, every company, every region.
0: Now the one thing that I think a lot of people aren't connecting maybe you're brand new to our channel and you're thinking what's this crypto stuff blockchain how does this really apply to what's happening in the birth of something like AI and the reality is is that there will be a massive connection between AI and blockchain and there are many reasons why we'll paint it out in today's episode because there's a lot of other stocks that you could be watching other projects that you could be watching we'll give you some here today that I think you don't want to miss. This is alternative stocks to watch. Listen in. I do
1: feel, though, right now you're seeing a flood of retail investors start to get excited about NVIDIA. They're probably five years too late. I always say that you want to be today where you should have been five years ago. And I do think that this is going to end up being deflationary. I think lots of other companies are looking at how do we take AMD, pair it with new languages like Python Mm. to take on NVIDIA and CUDA? And give people alternatives so i would be more interested at the moment in amd over nvidia but i do think nvidia's got a pole position there's going to be a lot of alternatives microsoft meta those are some of the big buyers of these chips meta called out as a monster user of uh, of their product
0: now granted you know there are some people that will look at that and say well wait a minute there's still a lot of strategy going on within nvidia that would probably end up in the software side of things and remember understanding their chip business as it relates, especially to generative AI, understanding how software will deploy into that area is going to be very critical. So NVIDIA still has a lot of runway, I think that are maybe even outside the chip area. That's something that I think a lot of tech analysts are maybe missing. All right. So a very interesting point was something that AMD dropped on the same day that we had these massive earnings for NVIDIA. And that of course, is their expanding wormhole, expands their ecosystem, adding AMD, as a hardware accelerator provider, Perfect timing here, obviously, with what's happening in the chip side of things. If you look at some of the notes here within the article, announced collaboration with AMD will make enterprise-grade AMD FPGA hardware accelerators available to the Wormhole ecosystem. A lot happening because there's going to be a token that will also launch with this. All right, so I want to go from that. I want to go to this next clip that kind of connects the dots between AMD and Wormhole. Listen in. Wormhole is connected to over 30 different blockchain networks, as well as six different blockchain runtimes. It has processed close to a billion messages. It is the de facto choice for protocols like Uniswap, Synthetix, and more. So Wormhole is fundamentally an interoperability platform that allows a diverse set of blockchains to communicate and connect with each other. Trust minimization is fundamentally important for many protocols, including Wormhole. This allows users and developers to move data and value freely across these different protocols without relying on an external third party. However, implementing zero-knowledge proofs in practice and in production requires access to a lot of computational resources to maintain the same throughput and latency that exists today.
1: AMD is supporting Wormhole as a strategic hardware provider, providing Wormhole with some of our most advanced enterprise-grade FPGA and GPUs, giving the platform access to massive compute resources along with high bandwidth memory. We see zero-knowledge cryptography as a fundamental building block for future blockchain networks, paving the way for the widespread adoption of blockchain technology. We look forward to continue working with the community and contribute in making the vision of a decentralized economy a reality.
0: So if you don't know what wormhole is, let me kind of just highlight this. I won't go into super detail, but uh, essentially this is a suite of, of uh, open source protocols that are going to connect a variety of blockchains and give those blockchains, especially when you look at Web3 and the growth of what that's going to look like in the future. These are some of the tool sets that will need to be used. No the connection with AMD, no necessarily coincidence. This is perfect for what's lining up to be a huge AI narrative for crypto, which is one I think that still the crypto community is still sleeping on. All right, so a lot of tool sets being used out there, things like Uniswap, et cetera. And this really involves a lot of blockchains. So you got to be looking for a couple of things here. One is a token that will be launching soon. Uh, This format also ERC-20 and going to be on Solana. So that's another big factor. So be on the lookout. If you want to look at the unlock, you can go in token allocation, check it out. All you have to do is jump over to Wormhole and you can learn a little bit more about that. I want to go to our next clip that breaks down a little bit more of other projects that are also in this AI narrative. Listen in.
1: So AI seems to be very good at generating uh, very advanced computations, but it doesn't seem that it necessarily knows what the truth is, or that people can always trust it to do what they want it to do. Blockchains, uh, Oracle networks, the verifiable web, are very good at generating cryptographic truth. That is a kind of a canonical single truth that cannot be disputed because it was generated in an agreed-upon decentralized way. And they're very good at creating limitations and security that creates limitations for various computing systems.
0: All right, so I'm going to take a look here at Chainlink, just so you guys can kind of get a little bit of an understanding of this this token as it's had a pretty good run here and it continues. This may be one still underperforming and of course it's dipping a little bit. I don't think that a lot of people realize the connection between Chainlink and what AI does mean, uh, especially in the use of oracles, which is what Chainlink really is all about. There's a few others that also apply into this. You think about Pith and others that could play into this narrative as well. All right, so I wanna jump into another angle on AI narratives within crypto. This clip, I think you'll like, it'll start to kind of paint together Some of the initiatives listen in because
1: after all ai lives off our data we are feeding the ai and how much are we getting paid for it big fat zero but they sell it back to us in a refined format that we're paying for you have a facebook group you want to retarget your customers on your facebook group here's a you know a a budget you can spend on that i'm like what Right? These are supposed to be my customers. Oh, no, no, no. They're not really your customers, right? And by the way, we can remove that Facebook group. You can lose your access to it. They're never actually your customers. Uh, And that's why Web3 and blockchain is so interesting, because DAOs, for instance, which I think are the future organizations of the world, represent that. Because now, if I'm a customer, I'm no longer just a customer. I'm an owner, which means that I end up basically being a participant in the network. I don't have the same ownership as perhaps you or someone else, but I still have a voice. And we can come together and make decisions. Like to me, the Facebook of the future is not going to be a shareholder corporation. It's going to be kind of a stakeholder system where there are shareholders perhaps, but every user of Facebook would also be an owner.
0: All right, so what Yatsu, and just in case you guys don't know who that individual is, that's Yatsu who's the CEO of Animoca Brands. I would say one of the the industry leaders in terms of thought leadership around what the future is, is really going to be in blockchain. One of the things he's talking about is this whole idea around decentralized social media, and that's kind of the point that he's referencing there on Facebook, Meta. One of the solutions that's out there is a project called Farcaster, and we've talked about this before quite a bit on our show, but basically it's a decentralized social media platform. You can actually download a platform called Warpcaster, and Warpcaster essentially is like a Twitter. Think of it that way, no different. The difference is, is that you actually own and have that ownership of your own social. Imagine if you could move that around and that's kind of what he was alluding to uh, in that interview. Now that's where AI is gonna start to connect the dots because I think there's a lot of opportunities here that play into this. But if you look at Farcaster right here, this is the growth of what we've seen very, very early too. This is really just getting off the ground right now. Imagine if you were learning about Twitter when it was Odeo. And many of you, if you don't know who Odeo was, that was the original birth company of Twitter before it became Twitter. That's the kind of growth uh, that exploded in those early days of social. And I think that's what we're going to experience here as well. So lot's happening in this area. I want to go to another clip here. And this next clip kind of breaks into a little bit more about Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, and his willingness to open things up a little bit. Because this will really change the face of social media going forward. Listen in.
1: I do think that there's this whole vibe with Apple fanboys. A lot of people just get upset if you dare to question if Apple is going to lead in a new space. I I don't know. I mean, I just think if you look at the history of computing, you know, every major generation has sort of an open model where it's more partnership oriented, more favorable to developers. And then they have a closed model where it's just like, you know, it's usually just Apple. I just don't think that the future is written on this yet. For this next generation, Apple's clearly going to be the closed model. You know, Meta and, and our approach is going to be more open and partnership oriented, uh, more developer focused, and you know I think we have a really good chance at winning. And, and I, I I'm really committed to doing that. I mean I'm like a you know I'm a competitive person. I'm like passionate about what we're doing, and like we're, we're playing to win.
0: All right, so it appears that uh, Zuck is kind of open to the idea of these kind of openized or open networks out there, especially when you look at maybe the next generation of what social is going to look like. And that applies against things like what we've seen coming from Apple in terms of the Vision Pro. But when you think about the Vision Pro, now you have to consider, all right, who are some of the tokens that really will take benefit from? Here's a tweet right here. Kind of shows you a little bit. You're going to recognize one of these. It's called Render. Render and NVIDIA. Both of these are GPU-powered GPU and decentralized compute that is going to enable a lot of the features of AI in the future. And there's a lot that I think will continue to fly in that area. Remember when we first started picking up Render? I'll go back here in the in the chart. I mean, this was back in January of last year when Render was basically around 27 to $0.30. Cents. Render, of course, now trading at $7.72. So I think a lot of people have been looking at its connection to what VR AR has been, but I don't think people really understand the power of what Render could be in the open compute field, especially as there becomes more and more tool sets and demand, not from companies like NVIDIA, but from a lot of these ancillary companies that are building on these open AI models. This is the opportunity, I think, that a lot of people still have not made it. Now, there's still some others out there I think you have to look at. Adobe is, of course, going to be playing into this. You look at the Adobe. I'll go over here and just take a look at some of the stocks. There, of course, is NVIDIA taking a a run at it after these earnings. Then you can go in and take a look at uh, AMD. Also, nice little pump right there. Uh, And then you can come down here and look at Adobe. Adobe might be one that has yet to truly be affected by this, because remember, Adobe pretty much closed ecosystem, opportunity there for, especially image rendering is going to be huge. So these are other projects out there across both, whether you're going into securities or you're looking at the future of technology and blockchain that could really play out uh, into the future of AI, and where what we think is gonna happen is the crypto side of things. And I think digital idea is still gonna be a big part of this, especially as AI becomes more advanced. That's another narrative that I think will start to stack on top of all of what we're seeing already. Today, it's hardware. Next up, it's going to be software innovation around AI. And I think a lot of the projects that will go there. All right, so I have one more clip to wrap it up here. Take a listen.
1: But from the business perspective, like is not a little bit too long like to think in moves in uh, 10 to 20 years. If you want to build a really grand vision, you're not going to build a grand vision when you think of the next two to three years. I, and to me, what's exciting is not what we've achieved so far, but what will come. Many of the gaming investments we've done in the last two or three years are now about to c- come out, yes. right? But the people who continue to build, people like us or people you know, like Sandbox or you know, um, you know, the, the Yuga Labs guys, all the there. they're yeah. builders, the yeah. real builders out yeah. there, uh, will continue to build regardless of bull or bear, and they will be successful because they share in that vision.
0: All right, so some of the things Yatsu hits on there, yes, of course, long-term vision. If you, if you look back at social, mobile, all those evolutions really began 20 years ago. And I think that's maybe where we are right now with AI blockchain. And I think their intersect is coming soon. So it's definitely gonna be one to watch. If you guys are not part of the Diamond Circle, make sure and jump in right now. It's a great place to get additional content. We do additional research over there. In fact, we just dropped a piece on AI and its connection to crypto several weeks ago. So if you weren't there, you missed that. Or catch me out there on X at Paul Barron. We'll catch you next time right here on TechPath.